temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Ruby. Mamacita, can you believe that ya casi pues en el mes? Oh my god. Yeah, this is already, we're already May 24th. Yeah, Merito. My birthday month is in June though. Why are we doing, comadre? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my plan is to wake up in Cancun. That is my plan. Can you take me? Yo me quiero despertar en las playas de Cancún. I know you want to wake up with your boo, but on the side, you know. Maybe a little hungover. <laughs> just kidding. No, seriously, that's my that's my goal for this year is to wake up in Cancún on my birthday. That's oh, a great nice. goal, right? Yes, yes, yeah. totally. So hopefully that's the way it is. Y pues, the paparazzis are out of control, comadre. What they are they doing now? Oh my God. What happened with uh, Will Smith's um, wife? Wifey. Fíjate que... Platícales, comadre. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, my gosh. She made a camera guy break into a sweat because she accused him of dinging her really expensive car. They just... Sometimes they're just too close, man. Like, you just have to keep your distance. Imagine just to have them on your face all the time. I mean, look, we could imagine all we want, but unless you're a celebrity that is constantly being photographed, being followed... I mean, yo, yo me enojo si la gente le da un rayón a mi carro at the grocery store. Yo me enojo si me toman fotos que no me gustan, period. <laughs> If I look ugly, I'm like, delete that. Si, you know what I mean? Si no tiene filtro, we don't want it. We don't want it. I mean, dude, like, sometimes you don't have your best angles. Like, it happens to everybody. And they just take pictures when you're, like, half naked and the beach is relaxing with your boo. That's just crazy. They, so, but this is my question. If you think about it, who remember we had a couple of PR girls in here and and they were saying that a lot of celebrities they call the paparazzi on themselves so that's it, because they're ready to go but what if you're not ready to go and they catch you yeah it's like i don't go and i look fly all the time when i go to the grocery sh store you know i mean i look good because we look good you're like because i'm ruby Cause and I'm good. <laughs> but i don't you know what i mean like you have your ojeras and to no, no i get it i get it yo yo sometimes i put my um SPF sunscreen but oh that shit ain't tinted no. sometimes I'm like I don't you know what my solution is this is why I created my hat line is wear hats and glasses yes because yes. when you have a bad day fat hat an, a, a big hat or not even a big hat just a, a ball cap or a trucker hat with some big shades, yeah, it makes you look with a little bit of lip gloss that's popping. And you're what, like, who that girl? Who that? She must be a celebrity. <laughs> and what happened to remember in Vegas, boo? Like we were to we went to this restaurant and I looked like like you got ready, but I looked I like I looked shit. <laughs> and then I ran into everybody there and I was like, oh my god, I wish I had my hat. And I was like, I didn't bring any, bitch. Sorry. I know. <laughs> no, pero la pobre la pobre Jada, she was leaving lunch at. Pero también these celebrities, they go put themselves in Beverly Hills. You know yeah. what I mean? Like where you know the paparazzi is hunting people down. And so a paparazzi tried to snap a picture while she was squeezing between her. She was squeezing into her Rolls Royce and El Cabron comes, dings her. And <gasps> it shows, it shows on this video that like Jada has a heart of gold. She's so nice. You but know? she's like, a she's, like, she's a too. bad bitch. But she was like, you know, it's all good. It's all good because the Mahinas. How much it would have cost the poor paparazzi guy to replace you a Rolls Royce? You know how much paparazzi's make, girl? Was it, you know, who told me the other day, El Gordo de Molina, was it you? Yo. Que El Gordo de Molina Era used to paparazzi. be a paparazzi? You can make, I mean, I don't know if it was over 100,000. What Remember those pictures with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? That the first one that surfaced, he, the guy made like 
over a hundred thousand dollars just on those pictures. They make a lot of money. That's why, and it's like a mafia. Okay, like if it's you, a paparazzi mafia. Yeah. <laughs> see, the, if you get into their corner, they literally te te linchangui. Como? Como? What do you mean? They will like fight you. Like they would fight you. Yeah, they get aggressive because it's so mil- so much money involved. So many people want that perfect picture, right? Yes, and they want to be the only ones that get it. Oh my God, man! And and otro otro que está en trouble. El el uh, another Hilton is in trouble, and it's not Paris Hilton. Actually, Paris Hilton has stayed out of out of trouble, and nobody's really been talking about her for a long time. But like, parece que ahora they talk about her ex best friend Kim Kardashian a lot more than they do about Paris. But she she doesn't really um she's como que she's never really been involved in drama, verdad? Well, she used she to. She kind of, sort of was. She used to, but I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I think her dad or, uh, told her that if she continued down that path, la iba a desheredar. Ooh, I would have straightened up in a quickness, too. That's what she did. Yeah. And I don't think it Because that's embarrassing her. to the family name. And it's a lot of money. I mean, you do, you're set for life. For life. Yes. Like, you never... Paris Hilton's never going to know what it is to work at 8 to 5. No. She'll never know what it is to, like have to just eat basic stuff like a top ramen with you know like which is sad tuna. it is sad sometimes it's I good mean, to it's, struggle man it is but she doesn't know that I mean maybe she knows struggle in her own way maybe she struggles because being famous she struggles with like weight with oh weight issues or yeah. she struggles <laughs> like, with like pass. maybe she's like man I never wanted to be fucking famous and this is the family that I landed in that's a struggle I think to have she to did. fight I the think reality I think the one that didn't was Nikki yeah, she stays, she definitely stays out of the limelight. But mm-hmm. ahora el hermano hey. was arrested about two weeks ago, I think, um, 4 a.m., allegedly stealing Rick Solomon's Bentley, driving it over to his ex-girlfriend's house and trying to break in. Yes. What's the craziest thing, Ruby, that you've ever done to an ex? Like, what's Me to them? Uh, yeah, you Maybe I'll stalk them a little bit. In person or on no, social like media? once, once. I, maybe I drove by <laughs> one time. And just called them from outside. You know what the craziest thing I did? I remember I was doing radio in Palm Springs. Palm Springs to Long Beach. Okay. I had this insecure, uh, this just feeling inside of me. Like, dude, I, I don't know what's going on, but I just don't feel like he's home. Okay. But he was your boyfriend. He was my boyfriend okay. at that time. He was my first love. And I was like, you know what? I got to be up tomorrow at four in the morning to do radio. And it was like eight o'clock at night. And it, it would take me about like two hours to drive from Long Beach to Palm Springs. So I jumped into my truck that I had at that time. I went from Lo- from Palm Springs to Long Beach. Uh, I called his phone. He didn't answer. But all I wanted to see was his truck in front of his house. And I did. I saw it there, so it gave me like peace of mind. Yeah. And I'm like, this motherfucker could have taken off with some chick. No, no, no. I but re- that's crazy. Like, who drives from Palm Springs to Long Beach when, like, when you're in love and going crazy? You could do crazy things. I think who doesn't? Uh, who haven't stalked an ex or a boyfriend? Anthony, have you ever stalked an ex? Like drive by? A- Anthony, our engineer. We love to hear your opinion. Have you ever stalked an ex? Be honest. An ex? No. Never. Well, someone that you no. care for. Girlfriend, girlfriend, ex, whatever. I've, I've done some verification, yes, on the yeah. girlfriend. Who doesn't? Ex? That's why I don't. No, no, no. Well, it's done. It's no, done. no, no. I think the craziest thing I've ever done, and I admit it, was with this guy. He's the son of a songwriter, very popular. The dad, and um, he was after me, and he was just like really, really on top of me, and he really wanted apparently to have something with me and then I found out through social media that that he was still with his ex and he was telling her like I love you and this and that so I told her how do you know what he was telling her because I'm a fucking reporter that's what I do (laughs) and all of my minions that's what they do but the worst part was admitting to him I was like you know what don't fucking call me and tell me you love me and you want to do this and that because you know what at the end of the day you still with your ex-girlfriend and you tell her how much you love her and I know everything Oh so my he's god, like, he's like, this bitch is psychotic. Yes, yes. Until the date, I think he thinks I'm a psycho. I think so. Like, I feel so, because I never admit it to anybody, you know? But, I mean, dude, I mean, obviously, we know that. Like, Anthony, have- who do you think is more psycho between me and me and Ruby? 
Like how, when you look at us, and you've been working with us for a while now, you kind of see like our personality differences. Okay. okay. So here, describe here, if you were to be our boyfriend, is. what would you feel like? Here it is. Okay, go break it down. Ruby is more psycho. <laughs> but Roxy is more fucking crazy. How does that? Oh, like what do you what mean? mean? Roxy will fuck you up. <laughs> Your car will be fucked up. Your mama will be fucked oh up. My That's God. crazy. <laughs> so That's evil. Psycho is like like mind games. Really will get your ass with you know the, the some shit. But <laughs> I'm more of a doer. Yes. And I'm more and, of a I know what the, you did last summer. <laughs> right, exactly. There it is. But Roxy no dude would ever cross that line because he don't want to deal with that shit. He ain't like, fuck that. I'm maybe just going to be on the straight Maybe all narrow. my ex-boyfriends have been scared of me in, in their own way. Yes. Even though I'm lovable, I'm so lovable. We but all are. Psycho can... bitches are the best. <laughs> but stay, I'm telling you, I mean, it's like, but Roxy's like, nah, man, I ain't fucking around. Nah, dog. Nah, yeah, nah, just nah, love nah, me. Nah, don't nah, cross nah, me nah. the wrong Ruby, way. Ruby, like, you know. Yeah, Ruby's psycho. Ruby can be psycho. <laughs> You'll be like, yeah, I know what you had for dinner last night. And you're like, what? The fucking time you ate it and who you were with and the waiter was flirting with your ass. The waitress was flirting with you. are like, fuck, she's fucking That is so true. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely more of a, um, like, look, I'm not going to talk a lot, but I'll probably creep up from the back and stab you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Coming back, uh, Ruby. No, para terminar este show, ya. If your boyfriend does these things, he truly loves you. Aww. Or your boo, your pa, your future boyfriend, somebody you're dating. All okay. right. So I have a pretty awesome list. If your boo, whether it's a guy or girl, is doing these things, he true, he or she truly loves you. All right. We're coming back with that right here on Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and when I'm not busy handling my business, I tune in to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. These are my kind of girls. Regresamos. All right, we're back, guys. Seriously, and it's a get, it's about to get juicy because this is relationship talk. Oh, Lord. And, you know, how to truly figure out if the person that you're with loves you. You know, if it's not a waste of time, right? Ruby, siempre hablamos de ese tema and, like, really knowing. I think more than anything, it's a feeling yeah. when somebody we're loves you. We're still discovering it, right? We're still discovering it because technically Ruby and I are not married. We're not. And uh, You're closer, though. I, I'm closer than you, ¿verdad? <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic, for real. I'll see a fairy tale and be like, oh, my God. You know what? I, I, like, I, I think the person I would date today would not have been the person I dated five years ago. Like, I wouldn't marry the same person. Of course not. You know, so yeah. that's a good thing. Sometimes when we wait, when we take our time. I, You know, I'm all about taking my time and figuring it out because I, el otro día puse algo en mi blog. It was very powerful. And it said, when I get married, I want it to be forever. Oh, yes. You know, I don't oh, want, yes. I don't want, and you know, and hey, listen, we're not knocking anybody that's gotten divorced because, shoot, I come from divorced parents. You know what I mean? Tampoco, pero... Para mí, personalmente, like yeah. when I get married, I, I want it to be like for life. And you know, it's not going to be perfect. And uh, do like, I feel the same way. And obviously, yeah. we have to put up with a lot of things. Pero yo soy de las que lo he visto mi mamá y se pelea hasta el último momento. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so don't judge people so hard when you see them taking their time to the altar. Like, if yes. people want to wait and chill and make sure that that's really, like, the one, yeah. don't judge it. Everybody's life is different, you know? Yes, totally. So we already know that relationships can get tricky at times. And you could be probably dating somebody right now and you're asking yourself, like, does she love me? Does he love me? So I came across um, a list of things that will actually kind of demonstrate to you like, yeah, he does love you. These are the signs that can tell the truth without an actual I love you. Okay, so if mm -hmm. you want to know if your boyfriend or girlfriend is really into you, these are the things that they should be doing. Okay, number one thing, a good morning text. Mm -hmm. Oh, good morning text to the best. Ruby, don't you love getting good morning text messages? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> a 
okay after, after, love- after a while it's just like no I just dude like just be, be I don't know something new you know a morning text it, doesn't only after mean after a week it bothers me no uh, you know a morning text doesn't only mean good morning it also means I think about you when I wake up but you know not, don't you think no but it's yeah. so predictable yeah. man like do it in the afternoon after you had lunch and you remember about me when you order a piña colada that's or, that's cute you too. know like but don't do it in the morning when it's so predictable and it just becomes boring like just be unpredictable let me know you're thinking about me in the weirdest moments I think I get bored easily so in the morning I've had those that it's just the okay same maybe text. at the beginning of a relationship in the morning Shit. yeah and after a week you're done <laughs> 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 but I love I love when they text me I just oh, love yeah. to be surprised by it you know like well, I gotta say I gotta say the guy that I'm dating right now he's there's never been a date since we started dating that he doesn't text me like that I'm or in something the morning? cute no not in the morning just throughout the day like okay. there won't go a day that that he won't text me something cute and I, I like that cause I'm yeah. like that's pretty cool yeah you know that means I haven't bored you and vice versa <laughs> exactly <laughs> how about this one um he or she always is happy to see you. Oh, that's always If good. you're in a relationship, bro, where they don't even want to fucking see you, like, that's probably a sign oh, that you yeah. should probably kick rocks. Run away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the person should lighten up when they see you, not yeah. like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, no. That's all. No. You know, like, that's when you kind of see relationships are just in a very comfortable state. Like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And hey. always compliment something. Compliment something. Yeah, compliment you your body. your thighs, your face, something. Like, oh, my God, that looks good you know like oh you look this way yo. you love to be complimented i huh, love Ruby? it i just love i like it and i mean if a man is smart they're gonna compliment you because you're beautiful yeah. like, i hello? like to touch i like to touch people a lot i'm a very touchy you're like physical yeah yeah so i grab their face and that to me it's saying like oh my god like i i like you a lot because i cannot express it like my mouth it's just gets stuck so I, oh, yeah. I'm a very touchy and some people I know I, I used to know this guy that would hate getting touched on his face on his head cause I was like a real like I like to give you ojitos on the yeah. head he's like do me a favor I don't think that's cute and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, my... Like, and he was serious. And I was like, never again yes. will I do that. Like, I know a lot of people. Some people get my, very... My high school girlfriend, my BF, you know her Yeah, name. yeah, I met her. She hates to be touched in the head. On the head, yeah. Some people just, I don't know, they might have had a traumatic experience <laughs> at a young age. <laughs> Le dieron piojos de verdad. But when you don't <laughs> like something, I would say let the person know from the beginning. Because, you know, you have a person thinking they're being cute and you're they're really over here annoying you. Like, if something the molesta. But Speak what up. happens when that's the way of you expressing their, your feelings? Well, you're then gonna they have to, have to get used to it. Like my dad, he didn't like to be touched. Now he loves to be touched by me or my mom. Now he, you have to readjust or adapt. Exactly. There's no other option. Thank you, Here's sister. another sign uh, if a man or a woman really loves you. He or she patiently listens to you. Oh. Especially us women. We love sometimes to talk endlessly. That's even friendship. Yeah, but if a guy is truly interested in you, he's going to listen to anything you have to say patiently. And we're crazy. He's not going to be like, are you done? Okay, is the story over? And I'm the kind of person when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like... Give me details. I want to know every single detail of the story. Don't rush a story. Yeah. Tell me everything that happened. Don't miss one single thing. Are you like that too? Yes, I love listening. Don't cut corners. Yeah. How about you? Guys don't, we don't, we're not detailed like that. We don't, we don't, a guy's conversation is, can last like five minutes. Yeah, but do you like to hear what your boo has I, to say? Yeah, I like to listen, but I'm not going to go into damn every detail, like talk like I'm a do woman or something. Do you get bored when they talk too much? No, I listen. You know, I have no problem listening. Are you but truly don't expect... listening or are you thinking about your video No, game? no, no. I'm listening, but don't expect me to like talk like you. Yeah, Because no, men no. don't do that. We yeah, don't... men don't do that. No. No, no, no. no we don't... What do they say? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, men are like, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, but the right guy, I mean, he, he'll he listen. That's no problem for, you know, he'll just listen. Even if you're annoying, he'll listen. He'll listen. That's right. how you know he'll he loves you. <laughs> This is how you and know if he or she loves you. you guys. When when he or she respects your opinions, if you have something to say about their haircut, clothes, or randomly something related to worldly affairs, they're going to respect your opinion. You know, because I've met machista men that are like, you know what? Like, a ti quien te pregunto? And you're like, wait, excuse eh? me? I remember one time one of my girls, her man, got disrespectful in front of her, in front of us, at un grupo. 
Like the that's rude when you try to humiliate your pareja, your your partner, but that's in just front being, of a group of people. That is straight up disrespectful. That's just yeah. being an ass because straight being, up being machista. I mean, it could be being an ass, but they like let's say like I've dated a lot of machista men and they don't like me to curse. And they just don't disrespect me. They just say, no, like, just that that doesn't sound right in front of my friends. Like, just please don't curse. You know, that's being a machista because they can curse and I can't curse. Yeah. You know, but they don't disrespect me in that fashion. They just say, you can't curse or you cannot take the lead or, you know, like, which I don't like anymore, you know, but that's being a machista, I think. The, the other thing is just being straight up disrespectful yeah when a man or woman doesn't respect your opinion yeah Yeah. Um, how about this one when a man or a woman doesn't mind that you take up most of the bed are you a bed hog dude you know how I sleep you don't even notice I'm there I'm like a little bit I know oh my god when I slept with uh, Ruby in Vegas I'm like Ruby are you alive (laughs) She doesn't snore. Doesn't move. She doesn't move. That's good. That's great. Like, yeah. I was like, this That's bitch good. is so tired. She's probably going to snore. Like, not one peep. That's good. She That's just puts thing. her head under the pillow and you're out. Oh, my uh, yeah, God. I yeah. Like, I have a huge bed and sometimes I'm like, maybe I should change sides because it's going to get, like, uneven. <laughs> yeah. Point. Oh, my God. You're a good sleeper. Here's you another. too. I don't I know. I don't snore. I don't yeah. snore at all. Yeah. At all. It, I don't know if you move because I'm just like... Like on the little side no, of I'm the bed. No, I'm a good sleeper. Because yeah. a lot of times when you're getting to know someone, they're like, do you snore? That's the first question. And I'm like, I don't. I hate and people that snore. People don't believe me when I tell them that. I, I don't, I'm not a snore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, they, I would be like, you know, te hubiera estado ahogando con la chalmola. Here's the last two signs to know if the person that you're dating loves you or is into you. They remember important dates. Oh, I need men in my life do that. that remember dates because I forget everything. I don't forget because Facebook reminds me of, but I love to text something like they I, they text me, but um, I don't think I've I don't think I've had very thoughtful um men. I remember. <laughs> oh my god! And last but not least, he or she surprises you for no reason. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Like when a man, it doesn't have to be anything grand, but sometimes shows up at your doorstep with cupcakes that you really like or manages to drop off, you know, work, lunch at your work. Little things like that are cute, you know, and sometimes um, the guy is more into the girl and sometimes the girl is more into the guy. But it really feels good when the guy is more into you. Well, I'm (laughs) going to tell you something that my mom told me, and I think that that was her best advice. And my grandma gave it to my mom. My mom gave it to me. And I think it's so important, comadre, and everybody that's listening, respect your partner or your friends at all times. Yes. Sometimes it's easy to just speak out of your ass. But I can just, you know, comment on people that I don't know right now here on the show. But when we are talking to a partner or to a friend, we have to be careful with our words because they are long lasting. Yeah. And we will never forget those words that your friend told you or your partner told you. And that's how you lose respect to each other. Yeah. And the thing is, is like words, once they're out, you can't take them back. Yes. You can say you're sorry all you want for the rest of your life. Yes. But once the words are out there, valeo madre. So yeah, be very, the power of words is incredible. Yes. You know, and, uh, I know sometimes we get crazy with our words, but it's all for fun and games and entertainment. That's right. But when we come back, comadre, we have a very special guest. Yes. We are going to be speaking to a very knowledgeable Kabbalah teacher. Mm-hmm. Yo sé que Ruby, you know a lot more about Kabbalah than I do. I studied it for a long time, but I mean, she has a very surprising story. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. We're coming right back on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. And welcome back to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Ahora nos acompaña... Uh, a really amazing, interesting woman. Um, yo miré un video sobre ti que me interesó muchísimo. Okay. And her name is Batsheva Zimmerman. Y tú eres una profesora, una teacher de Kabbalah. Okay. Yes. ¿Verdad? Yes. Uh-huh. Y, you know, it's funny because Ruby and I were talking about having you on here. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know what Kabbalah is. And I'm like, you do? Yo no sé absolutamente nada de la Kabbalah. 
Y solamente sé que Madonna, Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan y Paris Hilton usaban un como un listón rojo around their wrist and it was like Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Kabbalah. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Protection? I don't know. Against evil eye. I studied Kabbalah for like three to four years. Where? Here in uh, At the Robertson. Yeah, um, Robertson Boulevard. Boulevard, yeah. yeah. I, I really liked it. I mean, I just stopped doing it, but I read every book. Uh, I thought, I think it's a very interesting, you know. For sure. What is it? What is it? How can you explain it to Rock? Yeah, what is Kabbalah? ¿Qué I'm going es? to explain it in Spanish. Go okay? ahead, in Espanol. Okay. Aquí hablamos de todo. En Espanol. La Kabbalah es la sabiduría más antigua que existe y que nos explica cómo funciona el universo, de qué se trata la vida, por qué no suceden las cosas que no suceden. Eh, todos tenemos muchos cuestionamientos sobre la vida. ¿Por qué un niño nace con todo para ganar y otro niño nace con todo para perder? Yeah. ¿Por qué la gente, uh -huh. la que es clásica, por qué una persona buena sufre y una persona mala le va mejor? Yeah. ¿cierto? ¿Y por qué es eso? I mean, ¿qué, eso qué? Bueno, la cabalata... ¿Ya está escrito? No, no, no hay nada que sea escrito. Tú tienes... El existe el libre, el, el libre albedrío uh -huh. en tu vida para que tú elijas cómo quieres vivir tu vida y tener mejores resultados. Porque la Kabbalah te explica que todo en este universo funciona bajo un sistema de causa y efecto, acción y reacción. Mm. Todo lo que tú haces, dices, piensas y decides, inyecta al cosmos energía positiva o energía negativa. Y eso viene de regreso a ti. Todo lo que nosotros vivimos, lo que tenemos, lo que somos, lo que no somos, es efecto de algo que hicimos atrás. Yeah. Wow. No. Esta... What about like, porque hay mucha gente that believe de que, que te pueden hacer el mal de ojo, te pueden, they could put a curse that's, on you. That's why you wear the, the red. Um, oh, for protection. For protection. Sí. Eh, existe el mal de ojo, uh -huh. mal de ojo porque se llama mal de ojo, porque es una energía que eh, principalmente se transmite a través de los ojos. Los ojos son transmisores de energía y receptores de energía. Pero ¿cuál es esa energía? Es una energía que producimos cuando tenemos celos, cuando tenemos envidia, mm. cuando odiamos, cuando sí. tenemos esa rabia visceral y la inyectamos hacia afuera y eso regresa a nosotros también. ¿Quién de nosotros puede decir, yo nunca tengo celos, yo nunca tengo envidia? Yeah, that's a lie. Es algo humano, pero sí. es una energía sumamente destructiva. Eh, hay forma de protegernos y la Kabbalah nos explica cómo estar más despiertos y conscientes para no producir esa energía, para que en el momento en que tú despiertes, se despierta en ti esa emoción, la controles inmediatamente. La cábala viene a enseñarte cómo tú puedes realmente controlar tu vida, controlar tus emociones, cómo tú puedes asumir el control de tu vida. Vamos a la vida muy eh, a la deriva. Es como si alguien decidiera por nosotros, de pronto tienes el príncipe azul enfrente de tu puerta y de pronto ya se te fue y te okay. dejó solo el caballo ahí en la puerta. <risa> eh, <risa> suceden tantas cosas wow, que uno dice... Pero eh, qué bien lo explicas tú. <risa> sucede, nos suceden muchas cosas y entonces empezamos a culpar. Dios tiene, o sea, Dios no me quiere. Yeah, y esa o, es la primera persona que culpamos, sí, Dios. Dios. He's like, ¿y yo qué culpa tengo? Así <risa> es. O, 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 el vecino, mis padres, mis hijos, la pareja, el empleado, el dueño, eh, yo que, el echero, el que sea. Yeah, Siempre alguien so es culpable de lo que a mí me sucede. Mm -hmm. Pero no nos damos cuenta que al asumir esa conciencia de víctima, lo que nos pasa es que dejamos el control a algo externo a nosotros y nosotros no cambiamos nuestra vida. Ahora, lo que de los tiempos que yo estudié y lo que siempre se me quedó es el pan de la vergüenza. Sí. The bread of shame. Ajá. Eh, platícanos un poquito sobre eso porque le estaba tratando de explicar a Roxy what it was. Wait, the what? The bread of shame o el pan de la vergüenza. Cuando uno recibe algo que no se mereció o que no está listo para recibir. Bueno, precisamente Kabbalah. So, es un... el Kabbalah es Kabbalah o Kabbalah? 
Kabbalah en realidad inglés, es Kabbalah no es religión o no es no es una palabra aramea hebrea que quiere decir recibir recepción, porque en realidad la Kabbalah viene a enseñarnos cómo recibir todo lo que nosotros estamos buscando recibir. No sabemos recibir. Todo lo que busco felicidad, dinero, amor, pero todo es momentáneo en la vida. Lo tenemos y después lo perdemos y volvemos a luchar y volvemos a perder. ¿Por qué? Así es la vida, no así no debería ser la vida. No sabemos recibir. ¿Por qué? Porque siempre estamos buscando fácil y gratis. Yeah. Y la Kabbalah nos explica que todo lo que es fácil y gratis en nuestra vida, lo recibimos, pero es momentáneo. Uh, porque es esta... como los juniors. Cuando les, les heredan un chorro de dinero, what happens? Yeah. Se les They go crazy like Julio César Chávez Jr. Se les esfuma. <risa> sí, desafortunadamente, él no tenía mucho para heredar ya en ese entonces. ¿Sabes? Pero uh, hay uh, este maestro que, que, que era muy bueno, David Giam. Giam. ¿Qué le pasó a él? ¿Él se fue a Nueva York? Él se fue a Nueva York y ahora está de regreso acá. Ah, también. qué bien. Sí. O sea, fue uno de los maestros, en serio, o sea, cualquier religión que tú practiques, o sea, cuando escuchas a David es una cosa muy poderosa. Y sí, ah, él está aquí. Eh, a los maestros muchas veces cambiamos de locaciones. Uh -huh. eh, vamos y regresamos. Bacheva, ¿y a ti ¿qué, qué, cuánto tiempo has estado practicando Kabbalah? Bueno, ni te digo, ¿Cuál? casi 30 años. Oh, wow, so es un gran estilo de vida. Absolutamente. It's, it's your lifestyle. Absolutamente. So, como por ejemplo, cuando algo no... Porque la vida es la vida, ¿verdad? En, en la energía es como es. Pero cuando... So, a ti nada malo te pasa, nunca. Porque siempre estás proyectando cosas positivas y pensamientos positivos. Because no, no. that's what it sounds like. Like Kabbalah, it, it helps you control your thoughts and control what you put out and come in, right? So, si tú lo has estado practicando por 30 años, so tú sabes qué frecuencia poner y qué no poner, ¿verdad? So, nada malo te pasa. No, es que nada malo no me Vivo procesos. No puedes estar en esta vida sin un proceso, pero la diferencia es que cuando viene el proceso a tu vida, eh, tú sabes cómo enfrentar el proceso en una forma positiva, proactiva y aprovechar el proceso para tú fortalecerte, crecer, aprender y seguir adelante. Vamos subiendo escaleras. Cada escalera, si ya brincaste al escalón, vamos a decir, estabas en el 3, llegaste al 4. Muy bien, pero ahora tienes que llegar al 5, entonces tienes que pasar por un proceso de aprendizaje para lograr pasar al 5. Uh -huh. O sea, procesos hay, pero no puede pero no son caóticos, no son procesos, no sufres, no, porque tú sabes de qué se trata. Ahora, como seres humanos, todos somos imperfectos, uh -huh. ¿ok? Entonces, en esa imperfección podemos equivocarnos, nos caemos, pero tenemos la, la muy rápidamente te das cuenta, uh, me estoy saliendo, uy, me estoy cayendo y te retomas de nuevo. Eso es aprender a tener más control en tu vida y tu vida camina de otra forma, es totalmente distinta a tu vida. Cuando empiezas a entender el porqué de cada cosa y empiezas a manejarla en una forma distinta, tu vida cambia. Oh tu my gosh, I, you speak so powerfully, ¿verdad? Like you, you have a very powerful voice cuando, cuando hablas. ¿Y tú tienes hijos? No. No, oh, ok. Why? No. You don't want to? Yeah, for sure I want. <laughs> I can't. I had cancer. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, how did Kabbalah help you go through that process? Oh, uh, I'm sure that helped a lot, verdad? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm I'm alive. I'm here because Kabbalah. You know, qué quiero decir? Eh, en mi vida yo siempre me desconecté mucho de mi cuerpo. No le daba importancia. Mm. Eh, yo hacía, no cuidaba. Y llegó un momento en que después de siete años de estar con la Kabbalah, vino el cáncer. Eh, en un momento fuerte de mi vida, en un momento donde yo había 
eh, alcanzado muchas metas dentro de mi camino de la Kabbalah, llegó el cáncer. Tú puedes decir, entonces no sirve. No, sí sirve. ¿Por qué? Porque en ese momento yo tenía la fuerza de superar y salir adelante de mi proceso. Yo no... No me metí en el proceso de víctima y porque a mí qué es lo natural que le viene a uno. Mucha gente se okay. mete. No, no, y no solamente hay gente que they play the victim role cuando pierden su trabajo. Cuando to, ah, todo sí. es like so pobre, es, por mí, por mí. I'm like, come on. Esa es la tendencia que tiene el ser humano. ¿Por qué será la tendencia del ser humano de bueno, ser la víctima de todo? Porque existe una energía, una voz, una conciencia de nosotros que es el ego. Okay, que siempre está, su trabajo es llevarnos a ese lugar uh -huh. para que perdamos la conexión con la luz del Creador, para que uh. perdamos el control en nuestra vida y Él así nos controla a nosotros. Oh my Entonces, God, I could see why you're a Kabbalah teacher. Like, yeah. the way you explain it, porque cuando le dije a Ruby de que you were going to be one of our guests, she's like, oh my God, really? And I'm like, yo no sé absolutamente nada del Kabbalah. My, mi hermano lo ha estudiado muchos, muchos años, y yo mucho antes que yo, o sea, yo lo estudié poquito y ya dejé, pero mi hermano me decía, cuando yo era chiquita me acuerdo mucho que me decía porque he's been studying Kabbalah forever and when I would cry, he was like don't be a victim, don't be a victim, I remember that and, and I was like you know, because I was little and I was like oh my dad doesn't like me he's like, don't be a victim, so I always remember those words like, don't be a victim when, cuando nosotros somos víctimas, estamos en el efecto Sí. Y en el efecto tú no puedes hacer ningún cambio. Pero si yo asumo la responsabilidad en mi vida, yo me voy a la causa y desde la causa yo puedo hacer un cambio. Cuando a mí me dice el médico, lo siento mucho, es cáncer, está en un estado avanzado, eh, lo primero que me vino a la cabeza fue, ¿por qué ahora? ¿por qué a mí? Y yo le contesté a esa voz que ya la tenía, yo ya estoy consciente y le dije a esa voz, ¿y por qué no? Si me está sucediendo, es por es algo. Es parte de tu experiencia es que tienes algo. que pasar. Oh, okay. my gosh. This conversation is getting super amazing. Y estaba leyendo de que los cabalistas, regresando, vamos a hablar de esto, enseñan que cada alma viene a este mundo con un trabajo pendiente a nivel individual y a nivel colectivo Col con el mundo. Así es. So, we're going to talk about that and about the ego. Porque el ego es una cosa muy interesante. Y yo pienso que cuando la gente automáticamente mente piensa del ego, piensan en, en términos negativos, pero puede ser negativo y positivo, ¿verdad? Okay, coming back, or maybe I'm not understanding. <laughs> It's coming back with Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Dímelo, Shapoy Young Hollywood, a.k.a. Bobby. We're here on Amber Rose Presents Frisque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS Play.it. Regresamos aquí. It is Risque with Roxy and Ruby hablando con uh, our Kabbalah teacher here. And uh, let me make sure I got your name right. Bet. Bat. Batsheva. Batsheva. We were just Bat talking Sheva. that he was my brother's teacher. And I was telling you how much, like, oh my God, he used to teach me growing up. Que me enseñaba mucho. Y tú eras su maestra. Ya me acordé de tu nombre. Oh my God. ¿Cuánto gosh. tiempo fuiste maestra de mi hermano? Yo creo que fui maestra de él dos años, por Ajá. ahí. Ajá. Ajá. Y siempre That, escucha, siempre lee. O sea, él está. Sí. Ese hombre, tú cuando lo conoces, tiene una energía tan positiva. El tu no, hermano. Oh, ¿verdad que sí? sí, sí o sea, sí. él es un hombre así. He's just Level-headed. Just very level-headed. And he's just gorgeous. And he just, oh, he just lights a room when he walks in. That's he's amazing. He's always been in search of that, you know, just to be in peace. Yeah. And he's like one of my heroes. And it's so crazy because when you go on Google and you type in Kabbalah, a lot of positive things come out about Kabbalah. Como, me encanta que dice, a practical system for making the power work for you. Es, es básicamente lo que es la Kabbalah, ¿verdad? Un, un sistema de que te trabaja a ti, ¿verdad? Un, es un sistema que te enseña cómo vivir la vida bien. Para que tus resultados sean mejor cada vez en tu vida y si lo son para ti van a ser para el mundo también porque todos estamos conectados sí 
Nosotros queremos, están sucediendo tantas cosas tan fuertes en el mundo y quisiéramos hacer cambios y a veces nos sentimos tan pequeños, yo no puedo hacer nada, o salimos a hacer algo, pero no nos damos cuenta que el cambio viene, cambio yo, cambio el mundo. Sí, okay. mucha gente no se da cuenta de eso. Y Platícame algo, eh, ¿cuál es la diferencia entre el judaísmo y la cabala? Bueno, eh, a ver, la, vamos a decir que el judaísmo tomó de la Kabbalah los conceptos, los rituales, eh, pero se quedó en la parte superficial. ¿Qué se quedó? En el qué y en el cómo, pero nunca en el por qué. Okay. Y la Kabbalah es más que nada es por qué. ¿Por qué? Like, why are things happening to me? Yeah. Kabbalah helps you yeah. with life. So, hay muchos judíos que practican Kabbalah. Sí, claro, claro, claro que sí. ¿Y tú eres latina? No, no, no. Pero siendo niña, eh, eras, eras mexicana de tu otra vida, fuiste mexicana. Mexicana, venezolana. Uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I can see it, I can see it. So, los cabalistas enseñan que cada alma viene a este mundo con un trabajo pendiente a nivel individual y a nivel colectivo con el mundo, ¿verdad? Así es. So, cada alma tiene un propósito. Cada alma viene con un propósito, con una misión especial en esta vida y tenemos misiones colectivas y misiones globales como seres humanos y como grupo, por ejemplo, la gente que vive aquí en Los Ángeles, lo, la, gente, los america, la gente que vivimos en Estados Unidos. Hay una razón de ser, no es porque sí, nada es casual en esta vida. Yeah, y hay mucha gente de they feel pues, se sienten perdidos. They feel like no sé, yo conozco mujeres de que tienen como maybe 30 years old, 35 and they're like, I don't know what my purpose is. No entiendo mi propósito. So, para alguien que ahorita tal vez nos está escuchando que dice, what is my purpose in life? ¿Cómo algo como la cabala les puede ayudar decir, this is your purpose? En primer lugar, el propósito de todos nosotros es aprender a ser mejores seres humanos. ¿Ok? Uh -huh. Cada uno en su marco. Todos venimos a corregir cosas que no hemos trabajado en vidas pasadas bien, venimos a corregirlas y venimos a inyectar energía positiva, permitir que la energía del creador fluya en este universo. So, en la Ese Kabbalah? es el propósito global, ¿ok? El propósito individual depende de cada uno que estás haciendo. Te voy a dar un ejemplo. Yo nací en Israel. Desde que nací, mis padres empezaron a moverse de una ciudad a otra a otra, de ahí nos fuimos a México, en México yo no recuerdo haber vivido más de dos años en un lugar y en esos dos años tres o cuatro veces cambiábamos de casa, ¿por qué? no gypsies. tengo idea, <risa> gypsies eh, llego un punto en mi vida, siendo adolescente, que yo les digo a mis padres en Guadalajara, yo les digo ¿saben qué? Esta es la última vez que yo me muevo. Llegamos aquí. Si ustedes se quieren mover, se mueven. Yo me es quedo. Que Guadalajara es ¿Te la quedaste mejor en ciudad Guadalajara? No, al revés. Yo me fui a Israel. Yo regresé sola a Israel. Ellos desde entonces, desde mi adolescencia, ellos siguen viviendo en Guadalajara. Ah. Nunca más se movieron. Y yo, desde que salí de ellos, mi vida continuó moviéndose de un lado a otro. Todavía. O oh, sea que wow. era la película de mi vida. Sí. ¿Por qué? Porque me estaban preparando la vida, me estaba preparando para mi misión en esta vida, que era o es enseñar Kabbalah de ciudad en ciudad, de país en país. Durante 13 años continuos, sin parar, visité todo Latinoamérica, de un país a otro. En una semana podía estar en tres países. ¿Has ido a Salvador? Clases. Nada más he pasado. Estuve más en Venezuela, en Colombia, Ecuador, Perú, Chile, Argentina, Paraguay, wow. Panamá, Costa Rica, México. Eh, constante, constante so España. You love teaching. Te fascina enseñar Kabbalah. Eh, me gusta enseñar Kabbalah porque 
lo vivo, lo practico, lo hago, sé cómo funciona y porque me encanta ver cuando llega la gente a nuestras clases y tú ves una carita pesada o triste o, o no sé y se van abriendo como una flor, uh -huh. ¿ok? ¿Cómo van cambiando? ¿Cómo va cambiando en el momento en que empiezan a entender las cosas y en el momento en que lo empiezan a aplicar? ¿Cómo empieza a cambiar la vida? Y eso... Is the best es el best feeling. Yeah, I could imagine. Ahora, por ejemplo, um, yo soy cristiana. ¿En dónde es donde chocan el cabal y el cristianismo? No, la cabalá no choca con ninguna religión. Uh -huh. De hecho, en la cabalá tenemos eh, cristianos, católicos, budistas, musulmanes, agnósticos, eh, eh, judíos. ¿Qué es agnósticos? Que no creen. ¿O oh, atheists? Atheists. Sí, sí, que no crean en Dios. Ajá. Oh, yeah, atheists. Entonces, por ejemplo, entonces el, la reencarnación, que nosotros no creemos. Sí, en let's eso. talk about that. Yeah. Todas las religiones, por, bueno, la, las tres grandes, no sé, la musulmana no sé, pero la judía, religión, eh, religión, y la religión católica o cristiana tampoco creen en la reencarnación. Yo sí. Yo no. Yo sí. Pero si tú te fijas en los rezos y en los textos, hay cosas que mencionan la reencarnación, vidas pasadas. ¿Rezos? Entonces, ¿Qué rezos? Bueno, de, yo te puedo decir dentro del judaísmo, no puedo decir. Ah, ok, ok, ok. Eh, pero lo importante aquí es, mira, si, decí, si la Kabbalah nos enseña que todo es causa y efecto, entonces quiere decir que mi vida, lo que soy ahora, donde nací, lo que soy, lo que tengo, es efecto de algo, de vidas anteriores. Of course, okay. eso es el sentido eso, común. Y eso te ayuda a entender no mucho en mejor uh -huh. lo que te pasa y lo que te tocó vivir en esta vida. Te pones en paz con ella. Segundo, lo más importante, lo que haces hoy es la causa de lo que viene después. Si tú quieres tener una mejor vida, pues tienes que saber que el trabajo lo tienes que hacer bien hoy. hoy. Uh -huh. Muchas veces vamos caminando en la vida, ok, mañana, después, ah, yo quiero un mejor futuro, pero ahora... Me, ah, me voy a tomar una siesta de no, cinco horas. Sí, ah, quiero tener no. un cuerpazo, pero voy a comer cheese. Pero eso es, eso es en esta vida, ¿no? Obviamente yo creo en causa y efecto 100%. ¿Cuánto, ¿Cuántas veces nos ha sucedido que tú llegas a un lugar que nunca has conocido, nunca has estado, y llegas... Y lo sientes tuyo y te sientes Eso se llama en déjà casa. vu, ¿no? Es lo que llamamos déjà vu, pero ¿por qué? Porque ya estuviste en vidas pasadas ahí. Incluso conoces el lugar. Oh my ya gosh, yes. ¿Nunca te ha pasado, Ruby, where you go somewhere you're like, I've been here before? That's what déjà vu is. A, a veces no queremos creer en la reencarnación Yo porque sí. es como que, ay, qué cansancio una vez más y una vez más. Sí, pero hay un. O sea, la idea de la reencarnación es corregir, terminar el trabajo, hacer cumplir con nuestra misión y no tener que regresar de nuevo. Pero si no cumplimos, si no hacemos, pues entonces hay que venir. Es una y oportunidad. Ahí es donde viene la astrología, porque por ejemplo los Pisces dicen que son las almas más viejas. Is that you, Ruby? Eh, no. You're not a Pisces. I'm a Libra. No, a Libra. My dad is a Pisces. But I mean, I, I I'm telling you, I really studied and got into Kabbalah, but I remember that because my dad, he has that old soul. Like I have an old soul too, but I think, you do. Yeah, but I think my dad has an older soul. Like he's a grandpa soul. Grabacheva, yo te tengo que compartir una historia que me. I didn't believe in reincarnation before okay. until this gypsy woman came up to me at a mall. Yo pensé que era tranza. I was like, no, esta mujer quiere dinero, no sé qué. And she's like, I want to tell you something. And I was like, okay. Pero sí, se me hizo bien interesante. She goes, I have a message for you. Not, not really a message, but I want to know, I want to let you know where you came from. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, she's like, you know, do you believe in reincarnation? And I said, I always kind of have, but not really. But why? Do you have a message for me? And she goes, well, she goes, you know, you're here to basically be happy when it comes to love. Because back in the days, tu fuiste hombre. 
tú fuiste hombre y tenías características así y así like, y me describió a mí como soy. Chicos, tú siempre fuiste exitoso en ese hombre que yo era el, my past life. I was a man that was successful with real estate and banking and all that. So the successful money part, you got it down. But now, pero nunca pudiste you never were able to be fulfilled in love. So now you've reincarnated into a woman to, to I believe that to be to fulfill that mission of yours in love. And I'm like, oh my casi me pongo llorar because I've always struggled in relationships too, you know, because and I'm like oh my god, how old am I gonna be? Like 60? <laughs> no, pero I, you know, I've always like cuando me explicó eso, dije yo like wow, like Dios me puso aquí en ese planeta como mujer esta vida para to, to fulfill that side of me and I thought like que qué lindo verdad and that's me dio mucha claridad claro. me dio mucha claridad obvio, y, obvio. y em, empecé a creer like yeah we have past lives mira por ejemplo esas parejas que no pueden tener hijos Okay. Y, y hoy en día que hay tantas eh, 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 maneras. Eh, maneras de lograr el objetivo y no se les da. Entonces, como el deseo es tan grande de tener un hijo, adoptan a un bebé, adoptan a un niño. Y después de la adopción, la mujer queda embarazada. ya porque corrigió, porque lo más probable es que en una vida anterior esa pareja no quiso tener hijos por egoísmo, comodidad, o tuvo hijos y los abandonó, no los cuidó. Entonces ahora vienen deseando tener y ahora no puedes hasta que sea tan fuerte que eres capaz de aceptar un nene que no vino a través de ti pero te haces responsable de su vida. Y ahí se abre la puerta. Oh, my God. La okay. intención, ¿verdad? Wow. Bat Sheva, qué so ¿Ves? much insight. Gracias por, por explicar todo tan bien. <risa> y le voy a hablar a mi hermano ahorita, porque sí. me hablaba muchísimo de ti. Dile que le mando muchos besos. Oh, claro my. Y, y Bat Sheva, ¿dónde te pueden encontrar en las redes sociales? Mi en página, Instagram. Bacheva Zimmerman, eh, Instagram y, y eh, Facebook. Ok. Y aquí en el centro de Los Ángeles estamos dando clases en español. Estoy dando clases en español todos los lunes. Y es, tenemos clases, tenemos, y es una gran oportunidad. Yo siempre digo a las personas, date la oportunidad de ir y ver, escuchar, y después decide si es sí. para ti o no es para ti. Pero la, mayor, la mayoría de las personas que van se quedan yeah, ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? especialmente con una maestra como tú you make it the way you talk you're just like ¿qué? you just you just get lost con tu voz <laughs> gracias Batsheva gracias por tu tiempo y por dar por iluminarnos con tanta of course so that's it for today you guys please stay tuned for next episode of Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby yeah, yeah. we'll see you guys next week guys TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.